Road to Madness show, and it was a maddening weekend this weekend. Uh, pretty much every top team uh, went down this weekend. So, uh, are you ready to get into our Road to Madness show? Because it was a crazy, crazy weekend this weekend. Yeah, we got a little bit of the March Madness in February this year because uh, I don't think we've ever seen something like uh, seven of the top ten teams all losing on the same Saturday. Yeah, definitely so. All right, so we got three parts to this show. We're going to take a look due to that craziness on who our favorites are to win the national championship to get to the final four. Then we're going to switch things up. We're into the conference tournament season, a handful of conference tournaments this week. We're going to preview and uh, give you some uh, picks and maybe a, a couple sleepers you might want to take a shot on there. And then we'll get to the best matchups in the week. We aren't going to go over any of those matchups in the tournament because we're previewing it. So it's it's just the matchups uh, that are still in their regular season this week. All right. So let's get into our NCAA championship and final four. You're out of money here. We're going to loan shark Sammy V. He's going to loan you $2,000. You have $2,000. You're going to let it ride on your national championship for college basketball, you're going to let it ride for your final four. I'm curious to hear who you got. I allocated uh, a bunch to final four teams. I got a handful of national championships teams. What were your balance? I will say this is probably as deep as I probably ever in my life gone. Uh, certainly on teams I think could get to the final four, and I even made a couple cuts on ones I thought could also get there. Yeah, I think I think this – Definitely not going to be a chalkier uh, come tournament time for sure. I, I, it's going to be very hard to predict. Uh, I, I took it. I broke the two thousand. I put a thousand into each, so I've got a thousand for champion and a uh, thousand for final four. Um, but I took my uh, champion and I hang on just one second. Sorry, I took my champions and I divided it into five uh, segments, uh, and I've got my. Uh, final four divided into four teams and I put 250 on the final four teams each and 200 on my champion picks. So All right. I've taken shots, but I'm putting some money on, on them uh, for sure. All right. Let's start things out with the, uh, the final four. I, I had a bunch of teams thrown in here. Now I, I will say I, I took a couple of these teams out. I didn't think there was a lot of value in Kentucky. I didn't think there was a ton of value in uh, Duke. Uh, also, I didn't think there was really any, any value at all in, in teams like Auburn. Uh, you know, their odds just seemed really, really low. I, I'm curious, uh, did you go more, the, you know, the top-level chalk teams who we think are, uh, you know, sort of uh, sitting there, or did you spread it around a little bit and go a little bit more towards the uh, bottom side of things, trying to hit one, one or two maybe long shots that sneak into that Final Four? I've I've got a couple uh, longer shots. Uh, I, I didn't. I got a couple favorites because there's just a couple teams I can't get off of that yeah. I, I that are towards the top that I really like. Uh, and uh, but I've got a couple that I think the value is pretty solid. 
Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go. My biggest play of uh, all these oh, is Gonzaga Final Four at minus 115. I did not think there was a ton of value here. Uh, but, you know, even after uh, that loss over the weekend to St. Mary's, uh, you know, if, if there's one game they're going to lose every year, it might be that one going into St. Mary's. So I, I don't factor that one up too much. Pretty much even money here. So I allocated $500 on Gonzaga into my final four. I, I was going to take, you know, a, at least a little bit of that chunk of change uh, with the team. I, I think is pretty much a lock, especially out West, to at least get to that final four. So uh, uh, Gonzaga was one of my final four teams. Funny enough, though, they I, I didn't think their value for national championship at like four to one really interest so my only play on them is at uh you know minus 115 final ford any play on gonzaga for you uh i've got i've, I've got a play on them at the championship play uh just because the value was a little sweeter than the yeah. final four uh so i've got i got 200 on them at the plus 400 uh just because i think they're going to be the odds on favorite but you know their competition hasn't been huge. Uh, you know, they dropped that one early to Alabama, yeah. uh, which was kind of one of the few games where they went out of conference and, uh, for a tough matchup. But uh, I, I like that value at 400 for someone who's got pretty good odds of getting there. Yeah. That's, that's why I think I went with just the big final four, get my even money payout, and, and then I think that's where I sprinkled it. Hope Gonzaga gets in there, and then maybe I hope to hit one of these long shots. Uh, give me your next team up on your final four list. Uh, next up on my final four list. Uh, so, okay, I'm sorry. I don't think I've named any of my final four teams yet at no. this point. I'm I, I Gonzaga's a championship team, but I, I guess I could put a bet at the Final Four, but I, I've just got a bet on them at the championship because I didn't like the value of the Final Four. All right, uh, I'll go next uh, on my Final Four, and I got this is one where I got the two for there. I got Baylor. Uh, I got Final Four uh, at plus 300. I thought there was pretty solid value there. I think they've been pretty consistent all year long. I allocated $200 on the Final Four there. Um if you look at their losses, they've all been pretty solid, you know, versus strong competition, usually on the road losses. And then I, I sprinkled $100 on national championship there at 16 to 1. I, I thought that was pretty good value. Yeah. You're talking about a team who's the defending champion, and, and really, uh, you go back two years, uh, they could be looking at a three-peat here because I, I think them and Gonzaga were way, way ahead of the pack during that COVID year. And I think either one of those were pretty solidly going to land in the national championship game there. So uh, I went Baylor, uh, 300 on the final four for $200, and then 1600 I went $100 on the uh, national championship odd. Any play for Baylor with you? Yeah, I double dipped on Baylor as well. Uh, they're one of my favorite teams going into this tournament. Just uh, they're they they've kind of had their ups and downs this season, but they're kind of getting back to where we expected them here uh, with that big win over Kansas the other day. Um, but I've got uh, two hundred fifty dollars on Baylor uh, to meet to the Final Four oh, at the yeah. plus three hundred, and then another two hundred on the plus sixteen hundred national championship. I think that's really good value for uh, one of the, in my opinion probably one of my favorite picks for national championship yeah if i was going to say national championship wise uh the best value i saw for uh teams i think we probably consider elite i, I thought 16 to 1 for baylor was probably the best i saw in that pack uh, certainly when you factor in sort of the drop off after uh, gonzaga auburn 
you know, those sort of teams. They seem to chunk a line there and then put that, those Baylors in there. And I, I can't say that I don't think Baylor isn't right in that group as well. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with one. Uh, you and I probably have been hot and cold on all year. Uh, Villanova. Uh, I, I thought there was pretty good value here. Final four at plus 400. Uh, you know, if, if they hit the right stretch and, and get the right matchup, uh, you know, we haven't talked about it, but this is kind of hard to do if we don't uh, get a little preview into who they're running into in the first, second, you know, sweet 16 uh, here. You know, by the Elite Eight, you assume you're going to play a pretty good team here. But uh, so at plus 400 for final four, I went 200 on them as well. I, I yep. thought... They have a really, really good shot. I think they match up uh, with a lot of different styles of team. And then I threw a hundred on them for national championship at twenty-five to one. I, you know, I played it, and you know, you think about it. This tournament gets played twenty-five times. You think they win one of those? You know, I think if this tournament play, gets played twenty-five times, there might be two or three of those scenarios yep. where they come out with a national championship. So I thought that was pretty good value. So I went Villanova four hundred, uh, two hundred on the uh, plus four hundred for Final Four, and a hundred on the uh, uh, twenty-five hundred for national championship. So I, I really, probably my two favorites are Baylor and Villanova. Money-wise, I thought there was best value there. Any love on Villanova for your side of things? Uh I didn't give him any love on the final four play just because uh, plus 400 wasn't quite enough for me on them. Uh, but I did take a stab. I put uh, 200 on the, the national championship yeah. odds at the 25 to one. Uh, this is a really battle tested Villanova team, non-conference and big East conference schedule. Uh, they've been kind of through the ringer. They've got a few solid road wins. So I, I like this team and I think they're going to be really ready for tournament play. Yeah. You know, uh, the 400 wasn't, as great as I thought, uh, you know, like Baylor's 300 for Final Four, but, and, yeah. you know, you could probably easily also talk me into Villanova if they catch the wrong matchup, get a bad seed, possibly losing in, in that first round, too. It's not, you know, totally out of the whims there, so maybe that's not as great a bet, but I think if they get hot and are healthy, I, I think they have a nice chance to uh, stretch run. Uh, I Next up, I double-dipped on this team as well. This one, I didn't go as heavy on national championship, but uh, I think they've shown pretty solid. I went Texas Tech. Uh, plus 500 for Final Four, I put $100 on because I think their style of play, uh, I think we've talked about how we both really, really probably respect the Big 12 uh, more than any other conference this season uh, in college basketball. A lot of really, really good teams you know, top to bottom in that. Uh, we've seen Texas Tech recently, you know, work their way into a Final Four. They just missed the Final Four the uh, year before that uh, in a, a tough Elite Eight matchup with Gonzaga. So I, I think this team, uh, no Chris Beard, but I think it still has the uh, remnants enough to make a run to the Final Four. So at plus 500, I put 100 on that. And I, I thought the value-wise at 33-1, to 1, uh, was worth a $50 shot for national champion because uh, I, I certainly see a scenario where this team hits a nice little uh, run here and could win a national championship. They were just in the final game a couple of years ago, and uh, I, I still think uh, there's enough quality players in there to uh, really t uh, at least take a shot at 33-1. to 1. I thought there was pretty good value there. Any love for you on the Texas Tech side of things? 
Surprisingly, no. Uh, I, I've been a little worried. You know, yeah, they're getting a little hot here, but their consistency's been kind of yeah. iffy uh, throughout the year, and uh, so I, I don't know if they're going to be um, steady enough to to navigate all the way through to a Final Four national championship. So no, so no love for me on my last two thousand dollars from Vinny <laughs> here. Uh, no love for Texas Tech for the dynamite. No love for Texas uh, Tech. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw out one team that I've been big on all year, and that's the Kentucky Wildcats. Um, not huge value. They're one of the bigger favorites, uh, but I just I think you've got to throw some money on them just because uh, I think they're almost a lock for the Final Four, especially if their guards are healthy. Yeah. Um, they they really uh, depend on their guard play um, to to maintain their success. But I, I've got a $250 play on them in the Final Four on that plus 175. Uh, and then I've got another two hundred dollars at the championship at plus eight hundred. All right. So uh, uh, double dipping with Kentucky there. Yeah, Kentucky was on my sheet, and I, I was trying to sort of allocate the funds. And value wise, I, I just didn't see a, a ton of great value. And really, why I didn't see a ton of great value is I'm a little nervous health wise. You know. I think we've basically been saying when Kentucky has Ty Ty Washington, they're an elite team, but you've been saying that for six weeks and every time he pops back up, he goes back down. And that just, you know, it just sort of makes me nervous, especially for the price that they're getting. They're basically the number two favorite uh, next to Gonzaga. And I, I think counting on health from them at this point, after we haven't seen it, uh, all year long to value. I was just like, I don't want to put any of my funds on them. I'd rather just ride, you know, Gonzaga Final Four or and, and put, you know, all my funds into that instead of splitting it up with Gonzaga and Kentucky. So I, I stayed away from Kentucky just because I'm a little scared health-wise uh, whether they can stay healthy for the rest of the season and, and if these guys want to, too. Uh, you know, a handful of these guys are going to go to the NBA, you know, draft, how much do yeah. they want to risk injury playing in, in these types of games? So uh, I kept that in mind, and I just sort of – they were one of my last cuts on this list. All right, uh, next up, one I just did solo, Final Four. Alabama at plus 900 for Final Four. Now, uh, I, I just did a $50 uh, – ride on here but 50 pays 450 if they can get to the final four we've seen this team be able to play with and beat uh you know pretty much all these top teams we just talked about winning national championships and winning final fours so uh i, I thought it was worth you know at least a, a 50 dollar flyer uh that alabama could make a run here and, and certainly get to the final four at plus 900 i thought there was pretty good value there oh yeah uh I don't, I don't have a Final Four play on Bama, but I do have a long shot championship play on Alabama. I think, uh, you know, as the we know, the tournament season doesn't start for another uh, four months. I think you're on the wrong show. <laughs> I, you know, uh, I just, as much as I, I, Shackelford's playing like one of the best players in the country yeah. right now. And uh, guard play really determines success in the tournament. And we've seen time and time again where uh, one particular star guard can carry a team all the way through. Um, so. I'm, I'm taking the long shot stab at them for the national championship at the plus uh, 5,500. So uh, really good value there. I yeah. got $250 on that. <laughs> <laughs> 
So uh, I'm going to win big well, if Ben wins You'll be able to place, pay back your loan uh, uh, there, uh, even with if, if there's a big vig on it. So uh, you'll be able to pay it back if Alabama makes their run to the uh, championship. All right. Well, uh, I think we've got all my championship picks out there, but I've got a few more uh, Final Four long shots. Uh, one I liked, I've got $200 on UConn at plus $1,600. Uh, I, I think they're another uh, kind of like Villanova. They're they're a team that's kind of been through the works and and what I think is an underrated Big East. You know, Big East used to get a lot of the love before the the breakup and some of those teams left that conference. But uh, I still think it's a very strong conference, and I really like this UConn team climbing back into power. Yeah, funny you should say that. I, I know it's going to shock you, but uh, I actually have. A combo play here on UConn. I, I thought their numbers were really, really good. 1,600 for Final Four, 6,600 for National Championship. And, you know, I, I don't want to really say this factors, factors, but we've had a handful of these tournaments where I, I don't think there's a, a real handful of teams that we go, those are the best teams they're going to win. And in a couple of those years uh, in the past that we've seen, uh, that seems to be when a weird UConn team sort of sneaks in yep. and wins a national championship. I, I can think of two national championships that they have where it, it, it's sort of been a mucky tournament, and we're like, who's good, who's bad? And, you know, UConn ends up winning the national championship, you know. And I just started to think we're in another one of those probably tournaments UConn's been good, sort of out of the limelight. I don't think anybody could tell you that they couldn't win six games, you know, in a row here in this tournament, and I just saw the value there. So I actually went 100 and 100 on both national championship and final four just because, granted, it's been with different coaches, Kevin Ollie, and, uh, you know, uh, it's always a little weird, but, you know, this UConn team sort of has a – a way to sort of sneak their way into a final four yep. and into a, a championship. So a uh, hundred and a hundred on a 16 to one and a 66 to one long shot. I thought was pretty good value there. Uh, even though they probably uh, aren't even really talked about all that much, uh, but they certainly, I could see them capable of winning six games here. Yeah, definitely. I, I think this could be a, uh, a, could be a Kimball Walker like yeah. uh, UConn team for sure. Uh, so I, I like the play there. Uh, there's another team that uh, I like for Final Four that I've got 250 on. Uh, they're really hot and cold for me, so their consistency bothers me. But when they're playing right, I think they're uh, one of the best teams in the country, and that's North Carolina. Uh, I've got them at plus 2,500 uh, yeah. to get to the Final Four. I've got 250 on that. I just think their offense is so good that. Uh, they get in a rhythm sometimes where they can't miss and uh, they've got some NBA players on that roster. And uh, if they can just stay consistent for, you know, the last couple of weeks of the season, they could go on a run here. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned it. Uh, we were must probably thinking the same. We probably saw that uh, 25 to one to get to the final four. And we're like, you know, this is North Carolina here. They could easily, uh, you know, make a four win run. We've seen them play where they can just, you know, light up the scoreboard at 25 to one. I, I thought that was really good value. I also have a play on them in the final four uh, for a hundred dollars. So I, I thought that was a pretty good one. Uh, I'm going to go I, I flip things and probably the, uh, 
equivalent to North Carolina on the east uh, to the west and go Oregon also at 2,500 uh, to get to the final four. I just they, they do have to reach the tournament first. <laughs> I, I think they cleared that hurdle uh, this uh, week uh, by beating uh, the two Southern teams. Uh, and I think uh, we know uh, one of our boys out of the A-10 or Big East is going to get the uh, axe and one of the Oregon's going to get in. But uh, I thought at 2,500, uh, we've seen this team beat uh, elite teams. Now, you know, we've also seen them lose to terrible teams. So getting out of those first two rounds uh, might be the trickiest part of all for this Oregon team. But I, I thought sort of North Carolina and Oregon were both sort of those wild card teams uh, where the variants could be, yeah, they could spring four wins, get to that final four. Uh, they could also probably lose to Montana State in the uh, first round for all we know. Uh, but yeah, uh, I had 100 on both North Carolina and Oregon. Uh, as my final four uh, participants here at 25 to one thought that was pretty good value. Yeah. Uh, keep rolling with yours. We've gone through all mine at this point. Now, North Carolina I got a, a couple left. I, I told you about this one a while back. So uh, I, I have to at least uh, say Arkansas. I, I took them yeah. at 80 to one on a national championship play uh, just because I, I thought that was really, really good value. Uh, you know, other than that little squeaky uh, in the season uh, play there where they, they dropped their level of play uh, at the start of the year and, and now towards the end of the year, they've been playing really good basketball. I think they can more than uh, likely handle that. 1,200 to make the Final Four, I put 50. Uh, uh, 80 to 1 to win the national championship. I put 50 on that. Really, really like that. Uh, I also already have a real money wager on Arkansas to win the national championship on that one. Um, Another Final Four team I was looking at, uh, it's one we've both liked, and I think uh, Marquette at 20-1 uh, to 1 to get to the Final Four. I think that's a pretty good value play there. Yeah. We've seen them reel off and get hot, uh, and we've also seen their coach, Shaka Smart, reel off and get hot and, and make a move in this tournament. So he knows how to play this tournament. I think they can make a run 20-1 uh, to 1 value to just get to the Final Four. Uh, I put 100 on. And then lastly, um, I didn't make a Final Four bet on them. I did make a national championship bet, and that was on Duke at 14-1 to 1 to win the national championship. I didn't love their value to get to the Final Four, uh, you know, but I thought 14-1, to 1, eh, I think that's pretty good value, so I put 100 on Duke uh, to get to win the national championship. I thought that was pretty good value, too. Yeah, I'm not so high on Duke. I think they're going to end up, you know, weaving their way through this ranking as, as these top teams lose and, and maybe end up with a one or, or a high two seed. So they're probably going to get a couple favorable matchups that may help in them getting reaching the final four. But uh, I just – I haven't seen too many shining moments from this Duke team despite their uh, NBA talent on that roster. Yeah, uh, th that's why I, I avoided the final four. Uh, but I thought 14-1. to one. Pretty good value on the 14-1 to one, uh, there for, uh, you know, a $100 uh, throw. Uh Certainly, like, uh, that's where I think we split on the Kentucky-Duke thing, where I, yeah. I thought there was more value in Duke than there was in Kentucky. Probably the same sort of similar team. One's looking for health. One's looking for consistent play. So uh, I guess that's our $2,000. So uh, 
we I need to cheer on UConn and uh, you need to <laughs> cheer on Alabama <laughs> to pull this thing off. So we uh, go in a, a big, big money. Uh, I think you, if Alabama wins, I may be loaning uh, Vinny some money. <laughs> that 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 is correct. <laughs> All right, so let's switch things up. We got a handful of uh, conference tournaments uh, this week. Uh, a handful of these uh, that we've talked about pretty much all year long. Uh, a couple of these, I think, are really, really uh, interesting ones to start out with. And we're going to start out with uh, probably uh, one the of my favorite interesting. ones, Atlantic Sun Conference <laughs> yeah. Tournament. Uh, Liberty comes in at the favorite at plus 115. You got Jacksonville State at a plus 165, Jacksonville at plus 900, Bellarmine at plus 1300, and then it drops off to a, a couple of the other guys. Uh, but uh, Atlantic Sun, we've been uh, focused on it a lot this year. Uh, I'm curious, do you have a favorite uh, that you like out of this tournament here? So a, a lot of these conference tournaments we're going to go through this week, you're only going to really see, you know, one or two really clear favorites yeah. just because of the strength of the conferences. But this is one that's interesting that I think could go a few different ways. Uh, you know, Liberty's got the lowest odds, but I actually really like Jacksonville State. Yeah. Uh, I think they've been the most consistent. I think they should be the favorites here. Uh, they're my pick to win this conference. Um, and, and, you know, there's, there's a good value bet. You don't have to look much further than, than Jacksonville. Uh, yeah. outside of, uh, you know, they're in the same side of the bracket as Liberty, so they're going to have to get a win at Liberty at some point uh, to win this tournament. But uh, they beat Liberty just a few weeks ago, so I think this Jacksonville team is, is solid enough too. And, and plus 900, that's worth a peek at as well. But uh, to win the conference, I really like Jacksonville State. Yeah, you, you said it. Um, I, I don't think a Liberty bet would be a good bet here at plus 115. Um, you know, I, I think there are three teams all who could easily uh, – beat uh, Liberty here, uh, but at the 165, a ton of value with Jacksonville State. Jacksonville really made a push down the stretch uh, until this weekend when they screwed me over uh, pretty good, uh, but nonetheless, uh, they couldn't affect their seed all that much. Uh, last week, Jacksonville State would have had to lose. They would have had to win to, you know, jump them into the standings, which wasn't all that likely, but uh uh, you mentioned it, Jacksonville at 900. Bellarmine, our, our early love, uh, which started to drop off. I, I didn't uh, – 1,300, probably not enough. I, I think if that thing creeped into 1,600, 1,700, I, I'd probably give a look. If I was looking for a real, real long shot, Kennesaw State uh, started the conference season out really, really hot. Uh, they they – really dropped off towards the end, but maybe they can uh, sort of find that magic. And they have a couple good wins versus a couple of these uh, top-tier teams, but at 27-1, to uh, not all that bad of value. Uh, If you're going to do that, I think Kennesaw can make a run. I would advise also taking their money line throughout the uh, tournament as well Uh, so you can at least get a little bit of that money back if you think they're going to make a run. So we're both on that one. Jacksonville State at plus 165, I think it is a good pick. You mentioned Jacksonville at plus 900. Uh, I, I think we both have sort of fallen off Bellarmine at 1,300, probably not all that great. Uh, and, and I said a long shot, uh, Kennesaw State at 2,700. Y- you see any others in there where you might want to grab it? North Florida has a couple of decent wins on the year, but I, I just, other than Kennesaw, who had an early hot start, I, I don't see anybody past Bellarmine who I think could actually win this tournament. Yeah, that's what I was kind of saying leading into this. I think there's you're going to have one, two, maybe three guys that, that have a real shot. 
maybe one or two long shots. But outside of that, there's just no realistic chance for some of these teams, I think. Yeah, definitely so. So uh, that, that'll be an interesting one. I, I think we're both pretty big on Jacksonville State in this one, almost getting two to one. Um, let's move on to the Big South Conference, another conference we, we've been big on. Uh, Longwood comes in at the favorite at plus 145, and then Winthrop sits there at plus 210. Uh, there's a pretty big, pretty big drop-off after that. you got Gardner-Webb at plus 500, UNC Asheville at plus 750, and uh we, we've liked taking UC Upstate at uh, plus 2,100, but uh, that's usually when they're at home and, and playing yeah. these uh, sort of lower-tier teams. They haven't really shown the ability to play with this upper echelon. Uh, let's go with a favorite in this tournament. Are, are you going to ride Longwood, who's been pretty much dominant throughout this conference, or are you, you're going to take one of these uh, other two behind them? I, I'm going to take Winthrop here. I yeah. think the value's a little better, and I, th- I think uh... – I, you know, Longwood's had a really good year, but they've actually been kind of slowing down here towards uh, as we wrap up the season. And uh, I, I think Winthrop's kind of been surging here as of late. I think they've won uh, five or six in a row here. Um, so I, I'm going to take Winthrop at plus 210. Yeah, uh, this is going to hurt me to say, but uh, I, I think the value sits all there at Winthrop at plus 210. Uh they're, they're a known team, too. Uh, they win this tournament all the time. They've been the uh, dominant team in the Big South Conference for quite a quite a while. Uh, Longwood, uh, this is their first ride. They have been really, yeah. really good uh, throughout. But, you know, basically, I, I think when that championship game comes and it all sits there and rides, they might get a little nervous, and Winthrop's experience could come into play. At plus 210, uh, you think if these two play in the championship game, uh, I don't think that would climb over. Uh, and I'm being generous, like a plus 150 if these these two played in the championship game. And I think I'm being generous there. I think it would be more like a, a 130 uh, sort of line uh, for Longwood in that, even as good as Longwood's played. I think there's too yeah. much respect there for Winthrop. Well, and I just, I think that getting 210 with Winthrop, you know, I know it's a new year, but, you know, any other year, the past three to five years, you're going to be getting Winthrop at, at minus numbers oh, yeah. going. It's, I, I think when so, we did it last year, it was like one, minus 145 when we did our conference tournament preview. So, so uh, it's rare to get that 210. And, and, and like you said, that experience, I think, is really going to come through. Um, as far as long shots go here, I don't think you can really go too far down this list because there's a huge drop-off in talent. Uh, the furthest I was willing to go on a, on a value play is Gardner-Webb at plus 500. Yeah. Uh, that's that's really only a little better than double of Winthrop, who I, I think is, is going to win it. So I, I might not dabble in too many value plays in this conference. Yeah, uh, you couldn't talk me into a ton. I, I looked at Gardner-Webb because they've been hot of late, but even at plus 500, uh, he, he, I didn't think there was much there. UNC Asheville's been hot and cold, but at plus 750, I didn't see much there. The only thing I, I – you could talk me into Campbell, but they've been really, really poor. Uh, but if you're speaking of other teams who have experienced winning this conference, they are one of them. This isn't the NBA, so they have not retained uh, those players who have had those experience. And clearly this is a down season for them. Uh, but 24 to 1, maybe they, they find something together. But uh, I, I would not stray really past Longwood or Winthrop uh, 
there's a real line after that. Yeah. Maybe you throw something on Gardner Webb, but I don't even think at 500 there, there's a ton of value there because I, I think if Gardner Webb played Longwood or Winthrop, they'd be two to one underdogs in that game. And then you're throwing them in first an Asheville, upstate, a Campbell, a high point where I don't even think they're that much ahead of them. So not a ton of value in there. I, I think it's a Longwood Winthrop. And if you were going to take Longwood, I'd just say take them if they make that championship game because it'll be yeah. uh, probably just as easy a value and you won't uh, you know, have to worry about that uh, semifinal game they play. Well, uh, I mean, it's like you said. I mean, if, say, Longwood and Winthrop meet in the championship game, I mean, you might be getting even money Longwood in that game there. So yeah. the plus 145 for the whole tournament run isn't much yeah. better. Uh, th- yeah, definitely so. All right, uh, let's go to another one. Uh, you've had some fun with. Uh, this yeah. is your Friday night action. <laughs> Ups <here>. and downs. <laughs> your Friday night action. Now, this one uh, I did find uh, quite interesting because – yeah. You Basically, can make a lot of plays here. I think I cut the line off on everything but, like, the last four. Uh, so, um, Horizon League. We got Cleveland State coming in as a favorite at plus 230. Wright State at 390. Northern Kentucky at plus 400. Uh, IUPUI Fort Wayne, who's probably been the hottest team in the conference yeah. the last uh, couple weeks at plus 500. Oakland at plus 650. Detroit Mercy at plus 1200. And then Youngstown State at plus uh, 2300. Um, you know, basically, I just read off the uh, whole conference other than the four teams that are going to be playing in the play-ins games uh, here. But uh, I'm curious how you're reading this tournament because basically – you could tell me any of those teams that I read off and I could probably believe you. Yeah. You can make an argument for any of those teams, uh, of, of going all the way. Uh, but I have a few that I like, I, you know, every time I try to get back on board with Cleveland state, they let me down. Uh, uh so I, I'm going to avoid them. Plus I think their value compared to these others isn't nearly as great, even though I think they're probably at even, yeah. playing field with the right state in a Northern Kentucky. Uh, my, my favorite play is Northern Kentucky at plus 400. Um, I think that's the best value for, for the top picks in, in this tournament. Uh, so, uh, and, and they've been playing pretty solid. Um, and uh, another one I really like to look at is Oakland at plus 650. Um, they've got uh, experience. Uh, they've yes. had a coach that's been there forever, basically. Uh, and they play good defense. So I, those are the two teams I like. Uh, but, you know, like you said, sometimes you got to ride the hot team, and IP, or, uh, uh, IP Fort Wayne is uh, looking pretty solid there as well. Yeah, uh, this one's weird, and, and you sort of – if you're going to do this when you you got to manage your money smartly because I, I don't think it does a lot of good just taking one of these teams. You're going to want one or two of them, uh, especially since they're more than likely all going to end up playing each other here. I liked your Northern Kentucky at four to one. I don't know if the value is as great there. Um, you missed uh, IUPUI Fort Wayne. Um, Five hundred. I do like that value. And then long shot wise, Detroit Mercy at twelve to one. They've shown that they can beat a handful of these, uh, you know, top tier teams. Uh, so I, I sort of, I'd spread my money around Northern Kentucky. Fort Wayne, Detroit, Mercy. That being said, the right state at plus 390, just, you know, 0.10 off Northern Kentucky. 
I think that presents decent value too. Basically, the only one I don't think presents value is probably Cleveland State sitting yeah. there at plus two thirty. Because uh, I don't think uh, they're that much better than these other that's teams. That's what I mean. I like. Um, I, I think even if uh, you know Youngstown State at plus twenty three to one, I don't think Cleveland State is like loads and bounds better than that Youngstown State team. It, you know, it, it's just there's a lot of uh, just. So, all good, solid teams, and anyone can beat anyone. And someone's going to get hot. Purdue Fort Wayne's been the hottest, so if you were picking one, maybe that's where I'd go. Detroit Mercy probably presents the best money value at twelve to one there, but uh, uh, I, I like the Norse. So Norse at four hundred probably my first pick, but uh, that, that Fort Wayne one at five hundred is really sort of staring at me pretty good too. All right, we're going to go to another one. And uh, this one's not as deep, uh, yeah. but uh, once again, I, I think the top four teams here all, I, I, you know, have all beaten each other and have all been beaten <laughs> by each other. Uh, so you could easily talk. Uh, this was, this is one where I, I wish, you know, that they'd hack off one of the, you know, Big Ten uh, drags who are 16 and 12 and just take two of these teams, the, probably the two teams that meet in the championship game because I think Loyola, Chicago, Northern Iowa, Missouri State, and Drake are all really, really solid, good basketball teams here. So Loyola, Chicago at plus 130, Northern Iowa at plus 490, Missouri State at plus 490, and Drake at plus 500. Uh, you got a pretty good cutoff line there. Bradley at 700, Southern Illinois at 1900, and pretty much anybody below that. Uh, zero chance to really win this tournament. Uh, but what are your thoughts on the uh, Missouri Valley here? Yeah, you know, there was a chance that you could get two teams from this conference in the, in the tournament, and, and that was for Loyola Chicago to pretty much run the regular yeah. season and then and then one of these other teams to win the tournament. But uh, Loyola Chicago has kind of struggled this season, and I don't think they've done enough regular season-wise yeah. to get – get there at large uh so uh, they're gonna have to win this tournament i believe to the only the hope is they have enough of a name get to the finals and then you know last second shot at northern iowa or a drake or a missouri state you know beats them yeah i just i don't think there's gonna be i think they're kind of on the bubble right now yeah. and uh, a loss in this tournament is gonna probably push them out because there's other teams fighting to get in yeah. you know uh a team's like a you know, some out of the Mountain West or, yeah. or the West Coast Conference that I think may may be able to sneak it out large bit. Uh, I don't love the 130 Loyola Chicago here. Yeah. I, I really do like the two behind them, though. I like I could see uh, playing both of these two teams behind them in Northern Iowa plus uh, 490 and Missouri State plus 490. Uh, Missouri State's a little bit hot and cold. Yes. Uh, when they're on, they can beat any of these teams, but uh, when they're off, they can lose by 20. Uh, so if I had to pick one, I like Northern Iowa. Yeah, I, I, we're in agreement here. I think the play is Northern Iowa at plus 500 here. You you just saw them play Loyola Chicago. Uh, they're, you know, uh, but nothing separates any of these four teams all that much. Drake's been a little bit, uh, uh, you know, they're probably the coldest one coming in, yeah. but uh, we've already seen Drake, you know, more than uh, play with Loyola Chicago. They can easily play with these top teams, uh, but they seem to have the uh, biggest sort of, gap where they could end up losing to one of those uh, bottom tier teams there. I, I think the play is plus 490 at Northern Iowa. I, I didn't see any of the long shots that I, I would throw money on. Uh, maybe if you consider Bradley a long shot, but 
even there, I don't think 700 is good value because uh, I think those four teams are all leaps and bounds. Was there any uh, long shot you thought you could really get behind in this conference? Because I didn't see anything. No, I, th- I don't think there's anybody else outside those top four that really have a, a legit shot. Uh, I don't even think it'd be worth uh, taking a chance on yeah. any of those. This is kind of one. This is a very top heavy conference. Uh, it, normally, it's even more top heavy than this. Normally, you can just say Loyola and it's done. Uh, so, uh, but they've just been weird this year. And uh, I, I like Northern Iowa and Missouri State. I think those were two solid plays. But outside of that, I, I don't have any other action. Yeah, me either. I, I think you probably. You probably grab one of the three, whichever one of the three you like, and, and let it ride and see what you can do, uh, you know, there. I, I don't see any value at plus 130 for Loyola Chicago, though. Uh, you know, once again, you're probably better off just waiting till the championship game and, and taking that because I, I don't think that spread would be much over, uh, you know, three or four points. So it, you're borderlining on, on a, you know, even money bet anyway in that championship game. All right, let's go to the Northeast Conference and uh, – <laughs> I, I'm, I'm curious if you can uh, find a long shot in this one. I, I threw a mini long shot in it, but uh, there are two yeah. teams in this conference, and there are probably going to be two teams who are going to play uh, for the title in this conference. But Bryant comes in at uh, plus 110. Wagner comes in at uh, uh, plus 190. Uh, long, long divided line gap here. Uh, you got LIU at 600. Uh, the Mountain, Mount St. Mary's at plus 950. Another line in a long long gap and basically you have the rest of the conference here so uh any play on this or basically just wait till the uh, championship game and then uh, make your wager yeah i i don't think it's worth uh picking one of these top teams uh, uh for a conference for winning the tournament now i think like you said it's best just to wait um I've got one long shot play that uh, I may dabble. I, I like Mount St. Mary's. At oh, plus we're nine. on the same wavelength. That, I yeah. was like, <laughs> if there was a play, uh, it, it might be the Mount. But uh, yeah, even at 950, I didn't think that presented a, a ton of value uh, because these two, you know, Brian and Wagner are so, so far ahead of uh, everybody else in this conference. Um, the only, if I, I'd say throw, uh, a little money on Wagner at plus 190, maybe, uh, just because they were dominating the conference up until the last two weeks. But w- once again, I-, I guess you get a two to one there, but you're going to get even money in the conference final yeah. and you're risking it for a, a, a fluky game where, say, a Mount St. Mary's comes in and, uh, you know, steals it from them. Well, my thing is, is, you know, yeah, the, the Mount St. Mary's plus 950 might be worth it, but. Say they match up with Bryant in the championship game. Yeah, their money line is going to be at least four or five hundred yeah. there anyway. Correct. Uh, so you're still going to get good value even if you play it game by yeah. game. So maybe just one you kind of look at uh, each matchup individually and see what you can do there. I I don't like too many of the the current tournament wide uh, plays. Yeah, definitely. So uh, not much there. Uh, should be interesting to see. Uh, Brian and Wagner matchup uh, in the title game, though, if they get there. Uh, it should be a good yeah. matchup. Um, Ohio Valley. Uh, this one, once again, is really interested, and I, I'm going to be a little disappointed uh, that two teams probably don't come out of this conference either because I think both Belmont and Moorhead State are, are really good yeah. basketball teams. The problem is Murray State is a really, really good basketball team, and uh, – it, when they make like sweet 16 bets 
Uh, I have my eye right now already on the racers uh, making a run there. They're they're a really, really good team. And basically, they've blown out Belmont twice, uh, blown out Moorhead State once, and had a semi-close game in Moorhead State. So Murray State's minus 175, Belmont plus 240, Moorhead State at plus 900. I, I, I don't think you could conceivably pick any other team other than those three but uh anything you got uh handicapping this one because i think i'm like just an overall total pass maybe throw a little on more head state at plus 900 yeah yeah you hit it right on the head there that's exactly what i have wrote down uh murray state clear-cut favorite uh if you want to throw some at, at somebody more head state i think is the only one you can look at uh but i can see it now i can see murray state getting a a 12 or a 13 seed knocking off my yeah. balls in the, in the first round. Uh, yes. They're the kind of team that's going to knock somebody off, I think. Yeah. Uh, the Belmont at 240, I, I don't see really any value because if they get to the championship game, uh, with the way Murray State has owned him, you're going yeah. to get two-to-one value there. So basically, Maybe even better. Yeah. <laughs> you're taking a risk that is not needed in that one. So uh, Murray State at minus 175. Uh, do you – just throw the house on it or do you sort of stay away from that too uh they've been undefeated and i hate i this is one of those uh, just my rules if you're undefeated in the regular season conference i don't really like taking you in the random conference tournament here so i'm just stay away even though they've dominated it so easy yeah i i I don't think there's anything any real play here uh just kind of a stay away and, and we'll see what happens uh Probably some good plays, like you said, in the NCAA tournament with Murray State. Yeah. Uh, that show coming in a couple weeks. Be prepared. All right. Uh, <laughs> Patriot League Conference. This one's an interesting one, and it's always a difficult one to handicap because all these schools sort of play on their home court. So when somebody goes somewhere, they usually end up lo- losing out. Uh, Colgate, big, big favorite at minus 210. I, I thought that was a little high because uh, I-, I thought a couple of these teams could make a run here, specifically the next one, Boston University at plus 550. I'm not huge on Navy at plus 600, but I do have my eye also on Loyola, Maryland at plus 1800. I thought that presented pretty decent value there. I'm curious how you handicapped uh, this Patriot League conference. So, you know, I got looking at this. uh, I haven't watched a whole lot of games in the Patriot League, to be perfectly honest. But uh, once I started doing some research, I actually – I kind of differ from you. I really like Navy here at the plus 600. Oh, you like Navy. Uh, I looked. They've got the best road schedule in the conference, uh, road record in the conference. They've been really, really good. I just – I think I can't wrap my head around (laughs) Navy winning anything unless David Robinson is walking through the door, uh, which I don't think he is. But (laughs) – but, you know, using your logic, you know, you were saying going places and losing. Yes. Uh, they're the best team on the road in this conference uh, this year. So uh, I, that's my play. I like Navy plus 600. Yeah, uh, I, I think I think I would pass on the Boston at plus 550, though I have my eye on it. I, I think I'd grab a long, long shot and Loyola, Maryland. They have some pretty good wins this year. At 18-1, to 1, I thought it presented pretty good value. The only difficult thing there is, is basically they're – playing on the road uh pretty much throughout once they start playing the navies and the bostons you know they get a cheap first round win and then they have two difficult games to get in there but uh 18 to 1 i i have sort of like loyola maryland uh so i i if i was grabbing a long shot that's what i grab uh in this one but 
Colgate certainly has been the best team in this league, but yep. uh, I, I looked at Navy. I just, I, I think uh, my mind locked up at the thought of Navy getting in the NCAA tournament. So uh, I think I have a bit of a bias there. Oh, we'll move on to the Southern Conference. And uh, this one got very interesting uh, from the middle of the season when basically uh, I treated this one a little bit uh, like uh, the Murray State Conference. Uh, but Furman now comes in as a favorite at plus 130. Uh, UTC Chattanooga comes in at plus 225. Watford at 500. VMI at 1200. And uh, I think we got to throw Sanford in there because uh, they do have a handful of solid wins. Uh, they also seem to lose random games by 20, uh, but they have beaten a couple of these top-tier teams, so they, they at least have to be in here at 1,600. I'm curious your read on this tournament because I, I think this whole thing is flipped. We go back a month ago. I, I think we both are not even paying attention. UTC's yeah. in by uh, you know a wide, wide margin here. So you can look at this a couple of ways. You think you could, you know, if you still think Chattanooga is as good as they are, they just had some some hiccups or something. Yeah, you're getting good value with someone who should be the favorite at, at, at a little over two to one there. Um, but I I think the the play here would be to sprinkle it between the next three up in Walford, VMI, and Samford. I think those are three teams that have shown they're all capable yes. of beating the best teams in this conference and 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 could go on a run in this tournament and and you're getting really good value especially with vmi and samford there yeah uh, at plus 1200 and plus 1600 the only problem is uh every time i have bet on vmi this season uh they've lost so uh i think i'm responsible for like 10 of their uh, 12 losses on this season because it seems like every time i bet on them uh they let down and lose and then they go on a winning streak when i leave them alone uh but I think the value play is just to take Chattanooga at the plus 225 uh, because they were such dominant. That being said, Furman uh, has been just as dominant this last half of the season, sort of found their rhythm, uh, really can shoot the ball. Uh, long shot wise, I, I think Sanford at 1600 is pretty good value because they've shown uh, the ability uh, to certainly beat these top tier teams. I don't know if they can, you know, consistently go on a stretch where they win three or four games you know in a row they haven't shown that capability but they've certainly shown the ability to step up and play with Furman and Chattanooga Watford at 500 I didn't perceive a ton of value in there I thought VMI and Sanford presented more value than uh, Watford but uh, you know they're they're a known power in the Southern Conference, too. So I think they're getting a little bit more respect than the other two who are uh, basically also rants uh, in this conference for most. But uh, I think the Chattanooga at plus 225, really decent value there, uh, especially if you were big on them uh, about a month ago. All right, let's go to the Sun Belt. And uh, I, I'm very curious here because uh, I didn't have a, a favorite in this one. I, I, I was searching. Um, Georgia State at plus 270. South Alabama at plus 410. Texas State at plus 430. Appy State at plus 600. I'm going to go a little deeper because I think these other teams could – Yep. Definitely make a little bit of a jump too. Troy at 900, uh, Louisiana Lafayette at 1200, and Coastal Carolina at 1300. Um, this one was weird. I think it's really hard to handicap because uh, basically none of these teams have played with any type of consistency all season long. Uh, so are you 
grabbing onto one or are you just going to sort of uh, uh, spray gun it here and take uh, two or three and hope <laughs> one hits? Spray gun is right. I was saying you could you could put all these teams on a dartboard and throw throw three darts for your picks because uh, uh, outside of maybe the bottom four teams, everyone's got a legit shot to win this year. Uh, so I would recommend, you know, if you're going to pick somebody, go with the higher value, uh, i.e. like a Louisiana or a Coastal Carolina. Uh, I, I like those teams, and I think on a good day they can play with the best teams in this conference. But if you want to roll the hot team, you know, Georgia State, a plus 270. They've won like seven in a row. Uh, but uh, you, you may be better off just kind of betting yeah. these games as, as they come up um, and, and see how you do there just because I don't think there's any any way you could legitimately lean towards any of these yeah. teams. The only thing I I've liked – South Alabama and the way they've played most of the year, but uh, they also throw in duds uh, all the time, uh, especially last week uh, <laughs> during the week when they threw in a dud. Uh, so, you know, you don't know when you're going to get that. Abbey State's the defending champ, so at plus 600, they bring back most of the same team. Maybe they can make a run early in the year. Uh, they were out in front, but they've sort of fallen off too. Uh, but honestly, I, I can say I would not bet on anyone <laughs> in this conference tournament. I'd look game to game and see if you see a, a, any sort of perceived value. Um, I, I do sort of like your Lafayette at 12 to 1. I thought that was pretty solid value for at times when they've looked pretty good. Uh, you know, granted, also at times I, it wouldn't stun me if they lost to a Monroe or something as well. So, you know, I think that's where this just gets weird uh if i had to pick i'm going appy state at 600 south alabama at 410 but uh I, there's not a lot of conviction uh behind those two picks there all right let's get to the big one the west coast conference tournament here uh zags coming off the saint mary's loss so minus 390 to win this tournament uh I think they've pretty much won it every year, but maybe like one in the last uh, uh, 30 years. So uh, that's a bit of a factor here. St. Mary's at plus 600. I thought this was interesting. Santa Clara comes in as the third favorite at plus 1,100. San Francisco at uh, plus 30. Um, and uh, BYU at plus 35. Uh, any chance Gonzaga loses this tournament or... Uh, you know, they probably shouldn't have lost that game over the weekend because now they're going to roll through the tournament pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, I think with that loss, uh, they're going to they're gonna ride through this tournament pretty good. You know, I think prior to that loss, I may have looked at a St. Mary's or a Santa Clara. Yeah. But I think, honestly, you get to the championship game, you're probably going to get these values in yes. the championship game with some of these. Uh, but I think maybe worth putting a little on, you know, just for the fun of it. I think San Francisco is good enough when they're playing right. Yes. Uh, uh, to take it, and, and even BYU, I think, is uh, is a, a pretty experienced and consistent team. Um, so I would skip past the St. Mary's and Santa Clara, and maybe make a play on San Francisco or BYU. But you know, you're going to get really good odds at whoever matches up against Gonzaga game by game yeah. um, through this tournament. You know, I wouldn't take the first game because they're probably going to be playing some nobody. Um, but you know, semifinals and finals, you you may could try to get the upset again. But I don't see Gonzaga dropping two in the last two weeks of the season. Yeah, uh, you summed it up pretty easy. If I was making a play on this, I I'd grab the San Francisco and BYU, see if you you can take a 
token run at it because I, I think both are capable of at least making the championship game. I don't know if either are capable of beating Gonzaga from what I've seen, um, but, you know, maybe Gonzaga snoozes through, uh, you know, a little bit. Uh, granted, they won't be in, you know, St. Mary's uh, road gym, and, and they've shown they can beat both the uh, San Francisco and BYU on their road gym. So uh, it's hard to really grab anybody but Gonzaga, especially after the loss over the weekend. But I think your value for your money would probably be to grab that San Francisco at 30-1 to 1 or BYU at 35-1. to 1. See if those two, who are more than capable of playing good basketball, get hot, get in that championship game. You could certainly try to middle it somewhere in there, too, if either of those two got in there well, with those uh, odds of 30 and 35 to 1. All right, so that uh, does our conference tournament uh, preview for week one. We'll be back next week uh, for sure uh, to preview the rest of the conference tournaments. We'll have a a big show on that uh, on Monday. Uh, Get deep into it. Let's get into our games of the week. Uh, Not a ton on Monday. Uh, A couple solid ones. Baylor versus Texas at plus one and a half. San Diego State versus Wyoming at also plus one and a half for Wyoming. Uh, Baylor, Texas, uh, any chance Texas can pull this off? Uh, They haven't really shown the ability to beat these type of teams, but uh, Baylor, uh, if they struggle ever, it's usually on the road uh, in a conference game. Yeah, uh, you know, Texas, they've been really solid at home this year, but the problem is, is they're averaging about 15 points less a game than this Baylor team. Uh, and so I think Baylor's going to keep riding their momentum, and they're going to go in and get the win pretty uh, pretty easily tonight, I think, actually. Yeah, definitely. So uh, San Diego State, Wyoming, uh, one and a half for Wyoming. A little shocked they were getting points here, but uh, then I started looking at it, and I'm like, you know, San Diego State really sorts to, sort of needs this game. They yeah. – it starts to get really, really murky for them if they lose this game. They got another one in the week. Uh, this is one of those two for weeks with a makeup game. So uh, I, I don't know if I'm as aggressive on Wyoming as I was earlier, but uh, uh, I certainly think Wyoming's just the better team here. Yeah, I really wanted to, you know, instinctively take Wyoming here, guys that are undefeated at home uh, on the season. Um, but, you know, looking at it, and this, like you said, this is the type of year, time of year that we really look at desperation and, and need for the win. Wyoming's already locked up an at-large bid, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but San Diego State, they're kind of right there on the outside looking in, and they need a signature win. And going into Wyoming's uh, arena would be that uh, big signature win that they need, I think, to get them into the tournament. Uh, so uh, no play here. It's going to be a great game between two uh, good mountain uh, conference teams, but uh, San Diego State's defense was really good. I think they're holding teams to an average of like 59 or 60 points per game. Uh, one of the best defenses in the country. So it uh, should be exciting, And uh, but uh, I'm, I'm not making a play here. It's too close. I think I think that's why they gave Wyoming those points yeah. is they're trying to get people to, to take that Wyoming yeah. bet. You, you say exciting if you enjoy missed uh, shots. <laughs> I think Wyoming shoots about 35% from three. Yes, uh, but do they do it for San Diego State? Because I don't think anybody uh, shoots uh, even 30% versus I, them. I, 
I will say I kind of looked at the under here, but by the time I had gotten to it, oh, it yeah. had already it, dropped. Yeah, it had already, already been bent down. I think it opened at about 135. I, I would have liked that. Well, I, I think, think it there was were sharps sitting at the uh, casino window as it opened and uh, just uh, hit the under on that one. All right, let's move to Tuesday. Uh, this is really the biggest day of the week. Uh, we're going to go with a big one out of the Big East. Providence versus Villanova. I, I did an eight-point line here. Uh, Providence has been basically playing for with fire for about uh, two to three weeks here, but uh, always seems to come out the victor. Uh, not really a, a meaningful game, maybe a little bit in terms of seeding, but uh, uh, should be an entertaining game nonetheless, Providence versus Villanova. Yeah, you know, you've got Providence in the top 10. They've kind of been sitting there all year. Villanova, you know, despite all their struggles, they've played a strong enough schedule, and they're right outside the top 10. They're playing really good right now. Uh, I agree with you. I think Villanova is going to be getting points coming into this. Uh, I think if it's less than, you know, five or six, I'll be all over Villanova just because I think Providence is is uh, due to drop one here. Yeah. They've just been really struggling and uh, barely. They've got the highest luck rating I've ever seen on Ken Palm. Uh, they just keep getting these games that they are pretty much should have lost and they still pull out the win. Uh, I think Villanova is the better team than Providence. Uh so I would definitely take them to win at home there. Yeah, definitely. So uh, Dayton versus Richmond. Uh, this should be entertaining. Richmond uh, has been playing pretty solid of late. Dayton uh, continues their sort of uh, hot and cold play. I made Richmond about a two-and-a-half point favorite here. I don't think Richmond's a tournament team yet, but I do think if they could go on a little run here to close out the season, they at least put themselves in the mix. So I, I thought this was a – Pretty important game here for both Dayton and the Spiders. So I think this is a big one uh, for the winner. Yeah, I definitely won't have any action on here just because it's hard to get a read on either one of these teams. But uh, like you said, they both need it. So the motivation factor is there for both of them. Uh, you've probably got the line right on the head, the two and a half for the home team. Uh, but it should be a good watch, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. So Toledo versus Buffalo. Uh, Toledo, uh, every time they've come up uh, versus one of these top teams in the conference, uh, basically has torched them. Uh, Buffalo has played pretty good uh, basketball of late. Uh, I got Toledo going there being a favorite by a one and a half points. Uh, I, I just, I think I base that off Toledo really beaten up on a couple of the uh, other top tier uh, teams in the back. But uh, with the way Buffalo's playing, I'm really interested to see uh, where this line sits. Yeah, Buffalo's been playing really well. They've won about eight straight I think uh they had a little dip starting with that loss to Toledo in Toledo about yeah. uh, a month ago um so I'd, I'd probably lean Toledo here I think they're the better team despite going on the road to Buffalo yeah. um and, and, you know, Buffalo's won a lot here, so they maybe do a loss. Yeah, th this is also going to be a, a fun conference tournament to uh, sort of preview. Yeah. I, I'm really interested. Toledo's going to be the favorite, but I, I think there are a couple teams sitting right there uh, that could, uh, you know, maybe sneak in there and, and beat them. So I'm really interested in that one. Uh, Kansas versus TCU on Tuesday night. Kansas goes to TCU. Uh, I, I made TCU about a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Might be a little low, but uh, I, I do think that uh, – Covers uh, Kansas. Uh, this will be two road games in a row. Did they bounce back here uh, versus a loss over the weekend versus Baylor? Yeah, we already saw you know a few times this year where Kansas in their bounce back game they perform really well. Yeah. Now some of those are usually at home, so it'll be interesting to see how they bounce back going to another road game against another defensively tough team in D 
TCU, but I like Kansas here. I, I think they're going to take care of business and, and get a big win on the road after that loss to Baylor. Yeah, me too. Uh, next up, we got a couple of uh, Big Ten ones to go over. I, I know this is going to be the bane of your existence, but uh, Michigan State plays Michigan. Uh, Michigan two-point favorites in this one. Uh, honestly, there's no telling. Uh, Michigan State looked terrible for two weeks straight and then beats Purdue. Uh, Michigan is basically a 500 team. Granted, they have no bad losses. But uh, anyway, what what do you make of Michigan State-Michigan here? Yeah, my hatred for the love of, of Big Ten grows, uh, especially here when they're just, you know, terrible teams playing each other and and then you know they're saying oh it's because they're two great teams but no I don't see anything in these two teams that makes me like them uh you know I I want to lean Michigan State between these two uh just because of their uh strength defensively and how they can force turnovers um but I, I really don't I won't have a play on this one I don't like either of these teams I don't think either of these teams should be in the NCAA tournament but they both will yeah good luck at uh, getting that <laughs> uh, next up we'll go to the A-10 St. Bonaventures versus BCU BCU I put a six point favorites here uh you know, Bonnie's been on a little bit of a run uh, lately. Granted, I, they can't play St. Louis uh, every uh, week of the season. Uh, can they go into VCU and get a win here, or they sort of fall back to earth in this one? I don't know if they get the win, but if they're getting six points, I'd probably be all over it. Um, you know, at this point, I don't think anything they can do in the regular season will get them in the tournament. They're going to have to win their conference bid and uh, their conference tournament. So they may just kind of be waiting for that to really make their play. Uh, but getting points against VCU that many, I'd, I'd probably take the Bonnies. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll move back to the Big Ten. Uh, Purdue goes to Wisconsin. Um, I've made Wisconsin a one-point favorite here. I think this is about a pick em. Purdue, I think, is really sort of uh, – we, we've watched them started to drop off a little bit here uh, to the point where I think they – they shouldn't even – they don't deserve a number one seed. Uh, they still might get it, you know, depending on what happens in the conference tournament. But uh, I just don't like what I see from them. Uh, Wisconsin is basically just Wisconsin. You know exactly what you're going to get from them. Uh, where do you think of this one, Purdue? Uh, bounce back off this one, or you think they drop two straight on the road here? I think they're going to drop two straight. I think their defensive play is really coming back to bite them now. They've got uh, – I think the 130th ranked defense in the country and uh, Wisconsin, you know, like you said, they're playing traditional Wisconsin basketball. They were playing it earlier this year. That's when I kind of thought highly of them. They kind of dipped a little bit, had some rough games, including a loss to Rutgers. Um, but they're, they're playing really strong right now. So I'd, I'd have to lean Wisconsin in this one. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati goes to Houston. Uh, Cincinnati's probably played their way out of the tournament. Uh, if they want to throw their hat back in the ring, this is, pretty much a must must win uh, i made houston about 13 and a half point favorite here houston has a little bit of a tough week because they're on uh you know twofer as well so uh any chance uh cincinnati goes into houston springs an upset uh, here yeah I, I don't think there's an upset here uh maybe a cover on the point spread but uh I think Cincinnati's kind of toast right now. Yeah, so do I. I, I think interesting game in the Pac-12. Uh, Arizona versus USC. Uh, Arizona's been pretty solid uh, with these good teams coming into their place. Do they have the same sort of uh, juice to go into USC and win? I, I made Arizona about a two-point favorite here. Yeah, you know, this is one I'm really going to look at and see how much USC's getting. I noticed uh, during our uh, – 
tournament championship preview. Uh, neither of us uh, seemed really uh, to jump on those Arizona Final Four championship lines. Now, I, I will admit, both were really bloated. So, uh, But I did find that interesting. Neither of us really jumped on uh, Arizona there. Yeah, I, th- I think Arizona's kind of been a pretender all year long. I've had that opinion um, for a while now, and I, you know, I, I actually surprised I didn't take that Colorado pick. I kind of wish I had. A, I've been all over Colorado over the past couple of weeks, been making a lot of money on them. Uh, and But this is a, a really solid USC team. Now, I don't think, uh, you know, a home court there is not huge, but, yes. you know, it's. I guess it's just a little bit of travel. But, it might be huge because uh, Arizona fans. With, uh, yeah, they're not at Arizona there. is the advantage. Uh, um, but I could see USA winning this one. So if USC is getting points here, that might be a good uh, value money line play. Uh, yeah, I'm really interested I, to see where this line sits. Yeah. All right, let's move to Wednesday. And uh, I, I think there was a team here where we both – sort of wanted to uh, grab in our final four national championship type things. But uh, I think we're also getting a little tournament nervous that they might not end up in the tournament and we might have to grab them for NIT futures here. Xavier goes to St. John's. Uh, This isn't necessarily a a game of the week, but I think Xavier hasn't lost a game that makes them look bad here. Uh, But, I think this is one that they have to win because uh, they're in a really bad run right now. Yeah, I think they've lost five out of their last six uh, yet again. Uh, I think going into the last win, they had lost three or four in a row yeah. and, and kind of got a big win. But this Xavier team, I think, is, is is capable of playing with anybody in the Big East, and they've shown that in some close games. Uh, but, you know, unfortunately, they're playing a St. John's team that just came off a loss uh, against DePaul that I think they should have won that game because the St. John's team has been pretty hot. Um, at this point, I think Xavier, even if they get this win, I think it's going to be conference tournament play. I think they're going to have to get to like the semis yeah. of the Big East tournament, uh, at least to get, to get consideration for that large bid. But I do think they're good enough. Like, and we'll talk about this on our conference preview show next week. If they're getting good value, yeah, uh, they could we both have that on for, <laughs> uh, for a big East uh, champion, because like I said, I think they're capable of beating anybody in that conference. So. And as we both know, the Big East Conference tournament's always nuts. Yes. Um, so, uh, you know, I don't know if I'd have a lean in this one. I I may lean Xavier uh, just because St. John's, uh, their their offensive consistency, they, they rely on too many shots. And when they go cold, they go really cold like they did on me yesterday. So, uh, but it should be a good game. Yeah, uh, should be interesting, uh, especially uh, we've been on Providence all year long, and now the end of the season's coming, and we're looking for any reason not to take Providence in that uh, Big East tournament. So always fun, college basketball, the roller coaster ride. Uh, next up, Rutgers versus Indiana. Rutgers goes to Indiana. I made Indiana about a six-point favorite. Rutgers, uh, I just have no clue. Went on a winning streak of great proportions, and now – once again, are terrible and awful to watch. Uh, I don't even know. I, I guess they're sort of in the tournament, uh, but I think this is one of the teams, y- you know, you complain about getting in the tournament because basically they had a little four-game run there where they beat a couple of what we call the upper echelon teams in the Big Ten and sandwiched in between there. They've been really, really bad. Uh I think they need this win versus Indiana uh, to even sort of talk about them getting in the tournament. But uh, Rutgers versus Indiana, what do you make of this one? Yeah, and these two teams are really close to each other in Big Ten standings. So um, this is kind of could be a separation game for the two of them. Uh, 
I'm interested to see, you know, you've got Rutgers getting six. That might be worth uh, a take there. Uh, but it's tough going to Indiana and coming out with wins. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know if I'd take an outright win for Rutgers, but uh, depending on how many points they're getting, they might be worth a look. Yeah. Uh, LSU versus Arkansas. I made Arkansas a three-and-a-half-point favorite. That might be a little low. Uh, that might be more hope on my side uh, where I can grab Arkansas even after getting screwed over the weekend by a banked-in three with no time left. Score that one up for the Gamblers Hall of Fame. Uh, LSU-Arkansas. Can LSU sort of uh, defend their way into a win here versus Arkansas, or Arkansas continues their uh, hot pace here? No, I think Arkansas, you know, they've still got hopes for uh, winning the SEC conference. Uh, All we need, uh, all, you know, all Kentucky, Tennessee, or Arkansas need is an Auburn loss and and the three behind them to go uh, flawless to step up and take their spot. So Arkansas is not going to drop the ball here, uh, especially at home where they've been really, really good in Bud Walton. Uh, so Arkansas is going to win big against LSU. If it's three and a half, I'll be putting a lot of money on Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, Stephen F. Austin versus New Mexico State. Stephen F. Austin sort of found a good little form here going into New Mexico State to play this one. I made New Mexico State a seven-point favorite, but uh, I'm interested to see uh, probably four uh, you know, our, our WAC conference tournament preview. If one or two of these teams might be able to hang with New Mexico State in this conference tournament. So I'm curious if they can go in there, at least give them a game. I don't expect them to win, but uh, I, I am curious about if Stephen F. Austin can sort of hang with them. They couldn't hang with them when New Mexico came there, but uh, I, I'm yeah. interested in this one. They're playing better now. Yeah, you know, the rematches are always uh, usually a closer game and uh... – uh, I think this is going to be in single digits, but it's going to be kind of right there. So I think your seven points is kind of on the edge. Uh, if it gets closer to 10, I'd definitely look at Stephen F. Austin. Yeah. This one's interesting. I wanted to, you know, we talked about Wyoming playing San Diego State here. We both think Wyoming's pretty solidly in. Uh, but does it get to be a little bit more nervous time if, say, they drop that San Diego State uh, game? Then they have this game. Uh, you know, uh, pretty much a day later, going to UNLV. UNLV is playing pretty good basketball of late, certainly at home. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I made UNLV a favorite in this one. If they're making San Diego State a favorite in Wyoming, I think Wyoming going on the road into UNLV, they'll probably be an underdog in this one. Do we get nervous with Wyoming uh, if they lose these two? And uh, what do you make of UNLV the last couple weeks? Yeah, you you do. I think you do get a little closer to the edge there, uh, especially if there's some upsets in some conferences and start taking away some bubble seats. Um, but um, I, I don't know. It, it like you said, it kind of starts uh, with that game tonight on Monday uh, for really what you think going into that game Wednesday yeah. against UNLV. UNLV, I've really loved taking, especially at home. Um, so it should be a good matchup. I don't know what that line's going to be. Uh, Wyoming. Uh, I think they'd be able to score a little bit better against UNLV than yeah. San Diego State. That might be a game you could look at the over, whereas playing San Diego State, they've got the under. Uh, just kind of different styles there. Um, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'd have a play on that one. It should be another good game. But I, I still like Wyoming. I've, I've pl- played them a lot this year, and they've yeah. been good to me. Yeah, uh, well, it'll be interesting to see what they uh, get seated uh, wise and how much respect the Mountain West uh, sort of gets shown this year. You know, uh, with, you know, non-traditional power Boise State out in front, though. Boise's been a pretty good basketball team the last, you know, handful of years. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how many uh, get in there. Uh, 
Speaking of fringe contenders playing Houston, Temple uh, goes to Houston. Uh, basically, the uh, exact same question uh, uh, with Cincinnati. Uh, I think Temple's a little bit better than Cincinnati, though I made the spread a little bit bigger. Any chance Temple can go in there, maybe sneak an upset, uh, sort of toss their hat back in the tourney ring here? No, I, this is kind of the same situation with Cincinnati. I don't think we're going to get an upset. Um but I think the points could be close just because the, the, the games Houston's playing on, on Tuesday night and then playing again on, uh, on Thursday. Yeah. So uh, I think, think covering the spread is definitely a possibility for this Temple Owls team that plays uh, pretty good basketball every now and then. Uh, but I don't think there's a chance they pull off the upset. Yeah. All right. Back to the Big Ten. Now, uh, on a level, how much are you hoping Michigan gets swept this week and uh, end up at 500? Surely they can put a 500 Michigan into the tourney here. Iowa goes to Michigan coming off that uh, loss. uh, I think it was about two weeks ago where Michigan went in there and got the win. Iowa, Michigan. I made Iowa a two point favorite here. Uh, What do you see in this one? You know, I think Iowa's been playing uh, pretty solid basketball. Their offense is really good. Um, played more consistent lately than they were earlier in the year when you were kind of uh, down on them. Um, I think they're one of the better teams in the Big Ten, kind of right there with Wisconsin. And as Purdue's falling down, I look for uh, Wisconsin and Iowa to do good in the tournament, uh, conference tournament. Uh, and, and, you know, the other thing, I, I really do want Michigan to, to not make the postseason uh, here. Um, and, and one thing, so – if they get swept this week, how much do you think it factors in the, the Juwan Howard situation? Uh, do you think they hold that against them at all if they're on the bubble? It, it's hard to say because they probably don't want to show highlights of the coach, uh, but they also do want to show highlights because they uh, grab every, you know, former, uh, you know, Fab Five highlight they can, uh, even though they hated them back in the early 90s. Now they're planted all over their highlight reel. So uh, it's really hard to say. I, I remember maybe it was 10 to 12 years ago that Georgia team uh, that was like 500 worked their way somehow in the NCAA tournament because they had a sort of similar where they had, you know, 15 losses, but they were all versus, you know, semi-quality teams. And and then they made a little run in the tournament. So uh, it's hard to get a read uh, whether they want Michigan and Jawan Howard in there. I think they do want Michigan in there because they like having uh, that brand in there. But uh, I, I don't know if they want, the uh, coach fighting video uh, replayed 400 times either. So a hard one to grasp. I I will say I'm pushing a little bit for a Michigan sweep too because I don't want them in there. I want somebody who I enjoy watching, say a Belmont who plays San Diego State. Yes, San Diego State would be one. Uh, All right, speaking of whack, I talked about being interested in looking at this one, Utah Valley Grand Canyon, two more teams who I think could make a run in that WAC tournament. Very interested to see how this game plays out. I made Grand Canyon three and a half point favorite here at home. Yeah, I think that's spot on. I think you've got to give Grand Canyon a little bit of the edge here, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if Utah Valley goes in and gets the yeah. win. They're both coming been, off a good win uh, versus Seattle. 
Yeah. Uh, so, um, and you know, that's been a tough Seattle team to beat this year. So yeah, like you said, that's a really good quality win. Uh, but I'd have to lean Grand Canyon here. Yeah. I don't know if that Utah Valley can pull off two in a row. Yeah. But certainly on the road in uh, Phoenix, uh, Fresno state, San Diego state, sort of the same thing here. San Diego state has a tough game on the road versus Wyoming comes back home. This Fresno state team hasn't been able to really beat the, the top tier teams, but, uh, do you think sort of San Diego State needs to get a sweep here this week, or do you think they can sort of uh, live another day if they split, uh, you know, the two games here? I think a win over Wyoming in Wyoming would be really good for them that even drop into Fresno would be okay. Uh, but a sweep would be really good for the San Diego State team. So I think they'll come even in even more motivated if they uh, beat Wyoming. Um, if they lose to Wyoming, I think they're going to need a really good run in the conference tournament. Uh, but this is another one you might want to be looking late Wednesday night yeah. for that line to drop and get the underplay here because oh, yeah. that's going <laughs> to be like a 45-40 to 40 game Fresno oh, State. For Diego. sure, especially in San Diego <laughs> State. Uh, if that thing gets to, you know, 100 in f- combined points, I'd be freaking stunned. <laughs> All right, that does it for our games of the week. It's been an action-packed show. We talked about our tournament favorites uh, to win the national championship, some of our final four favorites to get in there. We previewed the uh, first week of the conference tournaments, a handful of good picks uh, to maybe run with a couple futures in there, win yourself some money. And then we got into the best games of the week. Uh, Be sure to follow our man, Dynamite David, on Twitter to get all his picks. Dynamite, where can we find you? You can follow me on Twitter at GLN Dynamite underscore D. I'm putting out what I call the daily dynamite. I'm making picks across. Uh, I've been focusing mostly on uh, NCAA basketball, but every now and then I'll, I'll jump into the NBA or some other sports for some action. But I'm going to keep it going year-round, so be sure to follow. Yeah, uh, be sure to like and subscribe. we got a lot of college basketball shows coming up. We'll be back Friday to preview the uh, last handful of games on the weekend, uh, talk about some of these conference tournaments, where they sit, and then Monday we'll be here uh, for a full uh, big preview of all the conference tournaments playing out uh, next week. And then uh, we got our big NCAA tournament show and uh, our big NCAA tournament betting show. So we got a lot of shows uh, coming up uh, in the next couple weeks. Want to be sure to get in on all of that action. Be sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss any of our action. That's our show and we're out. Whitburn!